Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. We want to explore a very interesting but ridiculous article. And uh, the article is posted by something called the Financial Samurai. Never heard of it before. Uh, looks like they sell financial products. But it's an interesting article. It says the, the article name is The Dark Side of Early Retirement. This is interesting to me. How you see the world is the problem, is what Einstein said. And if you don't know how to retire successfully at an early age, then I'm sure you could spend two or three hours writing an article on why retiring early would be bad. Uh, this guy obviously, you know, has no idea of how to do it correctly. And so he's got this two-part article. The first one is why people retire early, almost bashing the heck out of people for doing it. And the second part of the article is telling you everything that could go wrong if you retire early. Basically, what they're saying is, hey, don't even think about retiring early. And they've got some very interesting points to be made that I just think are complete BS, for lack of a better word for it, just on the spot. But it starts out and says, if you look carefully around the web, you'll read sources of articles about desire to retire early. You'll notice some early retirees incessantly bragging about their fabulous lifestyles on their blogs and over social media. Does that sound like sour grapes to you, maybe? Well, if I'm bragging, then I'm bragging. Two and a half years after I started investing in real estate at 34 years of age, I retired. Let's talk about why people want to retire early. It isn't that obvious, is his statement. Number one, haven't found the right job. The number one reason why people want to retire early is because people haven't found a job that gives them enough fulfillment to do the rest of their lives. Nobody quits a job they like. If there was a job paying $80,000 a year to hike up in the mornings and get massages in the afternoon, I'd do it forever. Well, let's just think of the ridiculousness of that concept. Nobody gets a job they like. I know tons of people that like their jobs. I know hundreds, if not thousands of people who like their jobs and still at one point realize if I have a job, I don't have time to do the other things in life and I will die eventually. And ridiculous to say you could get paid to hike. You could be a uh, some type of a camp moderator. Um, if you wanted to get paid to, to have massages, I guess there's probably a job out there somewhere that would take that too. At some point in your life, you're going to get the bug to retire. Second reason he says, it's the easy way out. If you are a suboptimal performer, if you're a suboptimal performer, you tend to experience a suboptimal lifestyle. It's easier just to give up as a result. Early retirement is like coward's way out. 
not having to be your best anymore. It's even equated to suicide. Ooh, man. Since I was 34 years, I've been killing myself. I've been suicide by enjoyment, guys. Am I committing suicide by enjoyment? Does this guy have any idea what he's talking about at all? It's unbelievable. Number three, people are lazy and want things now. Now, I don't have too much of an argument with that on some people. That's true. Because there are people exactly like what he's talking about. I've seen them. But these people don't retire. Reality is that these people just don't want to work because they don't fit into society. But that's no reason not to retire. Number four, a feeling of hopelessness. During the downturn, a tremendous number of people began writing about location-independent lifestyles that allow one to break free from the 9 to 5 and really doing what they want. Wow, I'm going to blow that basic concept out of the water. Before I do, though, somebody sent me an email. <laughs> I have to laugh. Uh, the guy sent me an email that says, I hate work, exclamation part. I'm so glad I don't have to go to the daily grind and I don't. I'm retired. Many people are slaves to their jobs forever. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody who doesn't believe the article, right? There's somebody who sees it my way. All right, so let's move on. We'll go back to number four, a feeling of hopelessness. And he talks about the people that fell out of the, of the workforce during 2008-2009 recession. And they just became despondent and never got back into work. And so his contention is, well, since the economy has come roaring back, um, you probably are way behind now. You just you just almost distraught behind the economy, behind what you would have whatsoever if you hadn't quit your job. All right. So one of the ideas that you have to understand is that people believe that the way you retire is you have a pile of money and you live off that pile of money. As you depleted, eventually there's none left, all right? And your goal is to die before you run out of money. It's just kind of an, a mathematical equation kind of thing. No one really figures out, and this is the real problem behind the inability to retire early in life, is that you can come back and create something called passive streams of income, which will replace your earned income. So it's not the size of the pile. It's the productivity of the pile. And when your pile produces a 1%, 2% return per year, you're going to have to have tens of millions of dollars to survive. On the other hand, if you've got your pile out there earning 50 to 100% return, and you can produce that plus cash flows of 10 20% out of other assets, you're in a situation where you're bringing in so much money per year, you have absolutely no problem. The reality to the story is, is that all I needed to replace when I quit my job in corporate America, I was making 70000 a year, which, by the way, the take-home on that is $3,500 a month after you pay income taxes, Social Security and Medicare taxes, 401k deposit and insurance. My take-home is 3500 So it was nothing for me to replace $3,500 with some rent houses. Nothing at all. Very simple. Right. Two and a half years later, I completely replaced my income. I had absolutely no need to go to work anymore because I was making more money in real estate. But what was not understood at the time, even by myself, was that I would make more money every year thereafter for the rest of my life. And what happened is, is that I took a spreadsheet and kept track of what I was earning. 
And I would continually take the monies that I had available to me as I earned money. Instead of spending it all, I would take half of it and put it back into another investment. And I would continue to do that, and my investment portfolio would continue to grow. Eventually, I grew out of doing single-family houses, where I had over 100 of them, and started doing small apartment complexes, then medium-sized apartment complexes, then large apartment complexes. And then 2008-2009 recession, actually 2-7-2-9 recession, uh, real estate went on sale 50 cents on the dollar. It was, I was a kid in a candy shop with a you know, $10,000 credit card. I mean, I was just insanely interested in buying everything I could at 50 cents on a dollar. And then that's when my wealth really within a year or two quadrupled again. I mean, I had, my wealth had gone up every year. I was in the millions, but then all of a sudden I was in the 10 millions, then the 20 millions, then the 30 millions, then the 40 millions. It quadrupled four times as much. I had 10 million from doing 20 years of stuff, 30 years of stuff, and the last 10 years added 30 more million to that type of thing. Quadrupled. Now, there are many other members who come on this show and tell you they've done the same thing. That in the first five years of doing this stuff, they've doubled their net worth. Within 10 years, they've quadrupled their net worth because of the compounding effect of investments. But these guys writing these articles don't understand that because their belief system is you work, you earn, and you live off of what you've earned. There's nowhere in here this guy talks about having good investments that you can live off of, except that he talks about the bad ones that you can't live off of that might make you lose your entire net worth. In other words, the stock market. If you're in the stock market and the stock market crashes on you, then you're, you're burnt, you're blown. If you are in the stock market, you still don't have enough money to live on because it's not producing enough cash flow to replace your earned income. So people who retire early, in this guy's mind, end up regretting that they didn't use all that earning power years to help benefit that pile so that by the time they retire, they have a larger stockpile. That's his basic belief, right? And that the economy has roared forward and everybody's got good jobs now and you've been left behind. Fifth reason people leave their jobs is realization that time is precious with the median lifespan hovering around 80 years old you only have 15 years of retirement to enjoy your life uh, if you retire at age 65 people in this camp have a heightened awareness of time and therefore do everything possible to make sure they're financially stable sooner rather than later I'm a strong believer in this thought process but at the same time I don't want to cut short my potential Worst is running out of money and being too old to do anything about it. There it is. That sort of sums up his real fear is that as you get older, you lose your earning power, right? But I have to tell you this. I'm going to give it to you from a different point of view. And I'm sorry if I offend some of you very, very healthy senior citizens, okay? I almost died three times. I almost died. Well, actually four I had my appendix rupture when I was a kid, and that almost killed me, but I'm talking about an adult lifestyle. I had staff once that put me in the hospital, almost killed me. I had cancer, which put me in the hospital, almost killed me. And then I had um, to have a intestine, holes in my intestines, there's a name for that disease. And um, I had to have a major operation to cut my stomach open, take out the bottom of my intestine, and put in a colostomy sack that I had to wear for months. And then after that, they had to cut me open again, put me back together. And um, 
with all those operations and the fact that I tore my bicep off, my tricep off, rotator cuff off, blew out my knee, blew out my lower back. Hey, I'm working out at the gym again now, and it feels really good just to be able to work out, but I want to make this point. Nowhere near could I enjoy life at the quality I could when I was 34, 35, 36, 40, 44, 45, 50. At 50 years of age, I was still a stud. And I, I don't mean that lightly, man. I was, you know, in really good shape. And from 50 on, it was like they just pulled the, you know, the, the blanket out from underneath me and boom, everything in the world went wrong. Now, why am I telling you that? I'm not telling you that to bum you out. I'm telling you, guys, this guy's saying there's no chance to even think about retirement to age 65. And I'm telling you, 65 is when you start thinking about how to stay alive the rest of your life. How to stay healthy the rest of your life is not the time to start thinking about retirement. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. What would you say to women out there, Kelly, if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work. I know I can't go up any further. There's, there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss? Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy, you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, oh, you're a woman, I'm not gonna invest with you, I'm gonna go over here. There's no real gender there. Are you ready to be part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the dangers of early retirement. Yes, that's not me stating that. That's an article. The article is from the uh, Financial Samurai. They got a picture of Darth Vader here as, as his picture. And it says that the dark side of early retirement, right? So um, we're at the point now where they're talking about the dangers of retirement. We talked in the first segment about why people retire. Now we're going to talk about what the dangers are. These, again, this is his opinion. I'm just going through it with you because I want you to see where it's news. It's not really news. It's an opinion type of thing. Uh, but this guy's opinions are not facts. They're just his opinions, and his opinions are based on fear. And the fear is based on not knowing how to retire correctly, that all these bad things would happen to you. But it's because they don't know how to go and replace their income with earned income, with passive income. And so they're living off a pile of money. So number one reason why it's dangerous is, oops, you changed your mind. Imagine retiring at 37 after 15 years of work after undergrad. You spend the next three years traveling the world, living a leisure life, and experiencing new things. 
At age 40, you realize the reason why travel and play is so fun is because it's because of work. Now, that's an oxymoronic concept. What he's saying is the only reason that travel and playing around and having fun and spending time with your family and seeing the world is nice is because it's an alternative to work. And that without the negative, the positive means nothing. That's his basic concept. I have to tell you, that's not really the case. Uh, There's no desire in my heart whatsoever to go back to work. Uh, I've been there. I've done it. I never wanted to go back. Never. 34 years of age, I retired. I've never did I ever want to go back to work. Said, you have the urge to get back in the game. But who's going to risk hiring a 40-year-old with a three-year employment gap? The employer will suspect you as rusty and that you may just bolt after a year. As a result, the employer simply chooses to hire someone with no gap in their employment or someone else from another firm. I hire people that are over 40 all the time. I hire people with gaps in their employment all the time. In fact, I believe that the people that have the ability wherewithal to create passive streams of income to not need to work are my best employees because they come to work because they want to. They don't come to work because they have to. They don't come begrudging the man to pay me. The man owes me something. No, they go, hey, man, I'm already retired, and I like doing this, and if you're hiring for that position, I've got the skill set, and I've got the time. And, of course, you know, when you look at this, we give them flexible working hours so that they can still have that lifestyle that they've already bought for themselves by getting out there and creating passive streams of income. But there's no problem getting a job older age. I could get a job. It's having the skill sets is the difference. Number two, you run out of money. No matter how conservative we are in our retirement, money needs. Sometime or something unforeseeable may happen. Maybe you have a medical disaster. Your house blows down. Maybe your investment tank, uh, your investments tank due to a massive economic downturn. Who knows what the future holds? But if you partake in normal early retirement without the mega million dollar windfall, you might find yourself needing more one day. Again, a large employment gap is perceived as risky by the employer, and you may be unhirable. So think about that. What is he saying? He's saying his system that he tried to retire, and by the way, this guy said he tried to retire, and now he regrets it. His system didn't work. He ran out of money because he was trying to live off his savings, right? He says, unless you have that mega million dollar windfall. Well, guys, we have mega millions of dollars, and it's not by windfall. It's by investment. It's by knowing the map on how to do that. And this guy obviously does it. Third danger of retirement. You lose touch with friends and family. It's nice to have all the time in the world to do whatever you want. But if your friends and loved ones are busy working all day, they can't join you on your midday hike or adventure to Bora Bora. They may also have a family tend to tend to during the evening and weekends. If you've ever taken a staycation by yourself, you'll soon realize how lonely it is. Okay, guys, when I retired... There was a loss of all of my previous friendships because of just what this guy said. They had to go to work. Problem is easily solved. You hook up with other people that are already retiring, already retired. You have a spouse 
or a girlfriend or boyfriend with three boyfriends and girlfriends as far as I matter, and you just travel together. You'll meet people everywhere I go, everywhere I travel. I do not care. I have never walked into a room that without 15 to 30 minutes, I didn't have friends. This concept that a staycation all by yourself is lonely, I found when I show up with nobody else, I pick up even more people to talk to. When I bring Melissa with me, she attracts people. So between the two of us, we always attract people to talk to. There's no common sense to this concept that you'll be all alone out there. Everywhere I go, I meet people and meet new friends, and they too are looking for the same thing. They're out there. It's just that it isn't the guy who's writing this article, right? He has no friends because all of his friends work. So there's a reason to work the rest of your life so you can keep the friends that you have at work, which probably don't really even like you. You just happen to be forced to be together during that entire time. Now, the people that you meet outside of work are the people that you're real friends. Those are the ones you spend time doing the fun things with. Number four. You may find it difficult to start your own family. Unless you have a tremendous amount of money, raising a child will be too expensive of an endeavor uh, as an early retiree. So the concept, guys, first of all, I didn't have a child until I was 35 years old. Guess what? I retired at 34. I had plenty of money to raise a kid. What Before that, I didn't have the time to raise a kid. So when I didn't have the time to raise a kid, I needed the time, and that's our, why I retired. So... You may have the money to raise a kid, but you don't have the time to actually raise the kid. Secondly, it goes into a woman being 35 years of age might suddenly want to have a child. 35 years of age for a woman is nothing anymore. You know, women don't even get married to 35, 40. Melissa, you know, she's 12 years younger than me. There's going to be a relationship out there that fits you. And it's going to be with somebody that's already rich and retired. Because those are the kind of people that are going to be on the same level of thinking you are. And they're going to be a very safe relationship because they're both in the same boat and nobody else is. So that idea doesn't hold any water either. And number five, you lose your own self-respect and the respect of others. Unless you're out there saving the world, you might start getting depressed. You're you are contributing very little to society. Others will stop respecting you because you aren't doing anything productive either. Traveling the world and writing about how great your life is is unproductive endeavor. You better be learning a new language and volunteering in a local community or else you're just traveling bum. A great many rich early retiree friends at the Tacoma bubble dot-com bubble, I'm sorry, have mentioned they wish they didn't get rich so quickly. Instead, they wish they'd worked a little harder for their money. I don't believe any of that. He probably has himself and one other dude that wish they hadn't got rich so quickly. Well, first of all, I don't believe that at all. Nobody ever is unhappy they got rich quick. Because if you want to go back and do a business, you could start your own business. You could go to, back to work if you wanted to. This guy is writing this entire article off of the lack mentality. It just smells of this person's contempt for the fact that people like ourselves have retired, retired and continued to be wealthy and get wealthier and never have to look back. And he probably tried it, went broke, was unhappy, didn't have any friends, didn't know what to do, had no purpose in life, and decided he better go back to work, and then found it harder to get whatever job he had and get back into the industry. This last two paragraphs, though, he actually doubles down 
on some of the most ridiculous concepts I've ever heard, so I'm going to share them with you. He says, careful who you listen to. Early retirees will croon about how great their lifestyles are. Yes, I will. (laughs) In some ways, they are spot on. Yes, we are. But notice how they seldom write anything about the hardships they face. Hmm. It seems to me that over a hundred times I've told you about all the medical problems I've had, never seem to bother me. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't ever seem to remember telling you that I lost any businesses because I became deathly ill three times in the last 10 years. Hmm. All my properties and businesses went up in value even during the recession. Hmm. Yeah. What am I going to write to you about? Right? I'm going to write to you about the stuff that's problem for me. My problem was I had physical ailments. If there was anything I had, I'd tell you the problem is I don't have anything wrong. Because when you're rich and above rich, rich, there are problems, but they get solved with money. You just write a check and solve the problem. Right? And so this guy is just totally losing it over the fact that some of us have figured out how to win the game. And other people haven't. He goes on and says they can't because it's important they continue to highlight how awesome everything is to justify their decision to no longer work. Wow. Tell me that doesn't sound like a disgruntled person. To justify why we no longer work. Look, I don't need to justify why I no longer work. In fact, I'm actually teaching other people how to get to where they no longer work. I'm not justifying it. I'm teaching it. If this guy ever would have got retired and actually had something effective, had an effective way to retire and stay retired, and he had nothing to do, well, he could do what I do. Just pull people aside and say, hey, I need some more friends, so let me teach you how to retire too. And as I created it for 29 years, I've created thousands, tens of thousands, friends, people that are retired, that everywhere I go, anything I want to do can come along. We uh, we set up for a boat trip, and uh, we went to go to Cancun. And I sent out a little email to just a few friends. Had 80 people sign up, right? You probably can't rub five friends together in the same room, right? You couldn't get five people to have enough money to get together to go take a yacht down in Cancun because you just don't have those kind of people around you. No, we're not justifying our decision. We don't need to justify to you. You are the failures in life that get up and go to work every day, have no quality of lifestyle, have to work until you're 65, 70, 75, 80, whatever it is. No, we're not justifying to you. This guy is justifying to himself and other people like him that we're bad because they can't figure it out. Even when I'm offering to teach it to you. He says, can you imagine spending 16 years going to school, grade school, four years of college, only to work for 10 years? (laughs) Yes. Actually, that might even be a way to confirm success. I put 16 years into an education that allowed me to retire in 10 years. Sounds like a smart thing to me. But instead, he says, some would surely say that's a waste It's a waste to win. Can you hear what I'm saying? We spent 12 years to work 10 to retire. He thinks that we spend 12 years in college to work 40 or 50 years to retire is success. 
this guy is so bent backwards, I don't even know how to talk to the dude. I know this, he's not successful. I know this, he's not happy. I know this, he probably doesn't have very many friends. This is a person that is a negatore. That's what I call these kinds of people. Everywhere they go, they put off negatore. It's energy. It's energy to try to bring everybody else down to their level of negatore. So that I can live a life of quiet desperation and make everybody else feel like they're just like I am. By me seeing they're down, I feel better about my position. That's, write it down, called a negatore. They're everywhere. They live in groups. They out together. They're like vultures. They vulturize everybody they can get their hands on and try to turn them into negatories, too. They hatch out new ones. They teach their kids to be negative. They teach their kids to believe in the same useless, ineffective beliefs that they believe because they want the little kids to grow up to be baby negatories. I want you to grow up to be lions, to be successful, to rule the jungle, to be financially free at a very early age and spend the rest of your life doing that which is important. He goes on and says, wouldn't it be terrible if some great pianist, scientist, or somebody else would just quit that job and just go live, get this, go live poorly, traveling around like a poor bum. We don't travel around like poor bums. We travel around first class. This guy perceives anybody who quits their job is going to live like a poor bum. Wow. I hope today this conversation gets into your head a little bit. Because if you've got any of those negative beliefs, if you are a baby negatory or a full-blown grown-up negatory, I want you to realize you can change. Have a wonderful day. And remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.